All right, I know I'm kind of slacking on podcasts, and I know that it's like I'm trying to do one every week. I don't want to run out of content. I don't. I'm not great at coming up with ideas. Um, but I think my last podcast was nine days ago, maybe. I don't know. But uh, we'll do a couple of NFL draft ones next week. I'll probably do. I can't decide if I'm going to do a full-on mock draft or just a Packers mock draft. I've been doing Packer mock drafts and uploading them like every week on social media. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ethan Carter SW. Um, but yeah, we'll do a couple of draft ones next week. I'll come up with that. I'm going to do a couple more things, maybe similar to this, which today's podcast, if you see the title before you're hearing me is my all MLB team since 2000. So I was born, uh, December 31st, 1999 within hours of the end of the decade. Uh, and I'm still technically a nineties baby. So you can count me as that. And I count myself as that. So if you think that I'm not, then you are just wrong flat out because I was born in the nineties. So nice try trying to say that I'm not. Um, but anyway, so I'm basing this list off of, I have eight position players plus a DH. I have five starting pitchers and I have six relievers. Okay. I gave some honorable mentions to the position players and the starting uh, rotation pieces that I didn't put in. Um, so shout out to them that I didn't, that didn't make the list, but, um, I'm basing this off of, you know, some stats. I didn't look at very many stats. I kind of just went with my gut feeling because I've watched a lot of baseball over the last 20 years. And a lot of the guys on this list, I don't remember vividly watching very much like their early two thousands players. But like I said, I've watched a lot of baseball. A lot of this is gut reaction. I really hope I didn't forget anybody. Um, I hope that, I didn't do anything wrong. I hope people aren't mad at me. I'm sorry for not including any of the Braves trio of Smoltz, Glavin, and uh, Maddox. I can envision a scenario now where Braves fans are mad at me. Uh, but I did include some Braves, so let's get into it. Anyway, um, my catcher. So me being a Cardinal fan, a lot of people would just assume that I'm going to say Yadier Molina. Or me being someone who has watched baseball intently for the last 10 years plus, remembering it at least. Um, I do remember the 2006 postseason because the Cardinals won the World Series. But anyway... Maybe I'd go Buster Posey, some people might think, but no. I am going with my all-time, probably my all-time favorite catcher. And I'm not trying to be biased. He was never on any of the teams that I root for. Uh, the Cardinals being the one team. I don't even know why I said any of the teams. Uh, Mike Piazza is my pick, and here's why. Mike Piazza is one of the best hitting catchers I've ever seen. Uh, and I know that he retired in 2007, and I might not remember that, but I've watched a lot of old baseball recently, and I've watched a lot of games in the past like I like I said I remember you know 2004 2005 when he was with the Mets you look at uh, you know the fact that those near the end of his career he made the all-star team in both seasons he's hitting home runs he hit uh, he hit a lower amount of home runs towards that stretch but there was a stretch there in the early 2000s when he was with the Mets like 2000 he batted 324 with 38 home runs uh, the next year, 300 with 36. Next year, 280 with 33. So he didn't have his... his A lot of his really, really good hitting seasons uh, were with the Dodgers in the 90s. But he hit more home runs with the Mets. He was with the Mets from 98 to 2005. So that's a, a good portion of that uh, being in the... Um, in the organization with the Mets. So, I mean, Piazza's the guy. I think he's the best hitting catcher I've seen. Uh, ever so I'm gonna go with him despite the fact that Posey has an MVP and Molina is probably the best defensive catcher I've ever seen so his defense is questionable you look at his uh, accolades you know 12-time all-star 10-time silver slugger all-star MVP rookie of the year in the hall of fame now uh 
2,000 career hits, 400 home runs. That's the guy. I'm going with Piazza. The New York Mets will be the team listed there for Piazza. First base. Let's go to first base. This is so easy for me. It isn't even funny because Albert Pujols is by far the best first baseman and the best hitter that I've ever seen. Albert Pujols' 11 seasons in St. Louis were some of the greatest seasons by a player ever. Like every single year. First 10 years of his career, 300 average, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs. He wins three MVPs if Barry Bonds isn't on steroids. And Barry Bonds is one of the greatest hitters ever, for sure. But if Bonds isn't on steroids and, you know, putting up the monstrous numbers that he's putting up, Albert Pujols by a six or seven MVPs. He ends up with three, which I think is kind of unfair, but... Um, they win the World Series in 2006 and 2011. He leaves St. Louis. He still had some decent power seasons with the Angels. Uh, you look at his power numbers with the Angels. He had, uh, let's see, 30 and then 28 and then 40 and then 31 and then 23. So not bad. But, I mean, listen to his stat line with the Cardinals. 328 average, 420 on base, 617 slugging, and a 1,037 OPS. 445 home runs, 1,329 RBIs, 455 doubles, 2,000 hits. I mean, seriously. He wins the MVP in 05, 08, and 09. He wins the Silver Slugger, uh, 01, 03, 04, um, 08, 09, 2010. He's top five in MVP voting uh, in 01, 02, 03, 04, 05, 06, 08, 09, 2010. And 2011, he won the Rookie of the Year. He won the Gold Glove Award in 2010 and 2006. Need I say more, folks? He was an All Star. 01, 03, 04, 05, 06, 07, 08, 09, 2010, and 2015. So I mean, seriously, I mean, just the by far the best that I've ever seen, and his best season, um, I would say. I mean, okay, first of all. Imagine hitting 359 with 43 home runs and 124 RBIs and 212 freaking hits with a 1,106 OPS and not winning the MVP. That's 2003 Albert Pujols, second in the MVP voting. I mean, you look at his first three seasons. First four seasons, he's fourth in MVP in his rookie year. Second, second, third, wins one, second, ninth, first, first, second, fifth, 17th, 17th. He's been in the conversation for MVP so many times, and like I said, he'd have six or seven if not for Barry Bonds. I'm very passionate about this topic. Albert Pujols is the best player that I've ever seen, and he played for my team. That heightens it, and he only won three MVPs. It kind of sucks, but he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Whenever he hangs him up, he's at 656 home runs for his career with a 300 average on the money and a 100.8 war. Hall of Famer for sure. The next one's a tough one because I probably would give it to Altuve. But with the Astros cheating stuff, you got to look a little bit deeper. And deeper is where we go to Robinson Cano, a five-time Silver Slugger, eight-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glove, silky smooth, one of the better swings I've ever seen. And, I mean, he was just tremendous with the Yankees for a long time. He was pretty good in Seattle, too. But, um, I mean, you look at 06, he batted 342. Uh, He had a lot of close MVP. He had a stretch there from... Uh, 2010 to 2014, where he was top six in MVP voting. He never won one, but he won uh, four Silver Sluggers then. Um, he he was an All Star every single season there. 
His, I mean, you look at his career stats, and they're all in the 2000s because he started in 2005. He's got, you know, 324 home runs, 2,500 hits, a 302 average. He's got the edge on Altuve in terms of a lot of big hitting stats. He's got more hits. I know Altuve hasn't been in the league as long, um, but he's got more home runs by a wide margin. Uh, now, the one thing that Altuve has is the MVP, but that was 2017, the key Astros cheating season. And Aaron Judge could have been the MVP that year. Keep that in mind. So, first three players so far, Piazza behind the dish, Pujols at first, and Cano at second and up the middle. This is an easy one. Derek Jeter. Uh, he had some great seasons since 2000. He started, obviously, his rookie year in 95. And uh, you look at his accolades. He's got um, five-time Silver Slugger, five-time World Series champ, five-time Gold Glove. He's not as good of a defender as people think. I just want to get that out there. That's a big narrative. He's not that good of a defender as you think. I'm sorry, but whatever. He's still the guy here, I think. Uh, Hall of Famer, obviously, this year will be in 3,465 uh, 3, 3, hits, 71.3 war, 3.10 batting average. It's got to be Jeter, you know. Played with the Yankees his entire career. He was an all-star in 98, 99, which don't count for this, by the way. But 2000, 2001, 2002, 2004, 06, 07, 08, 09, 2010, 11, and 12, and 14. So he was an all-star for a long stretch. 14-time all-star. And he's the best shortstop there, there's been, I mean, since I've watched the sport. it's it's Honestly, it's not even close, I would say. Uh, I can't even think of any other shortstops that could be in the conversation. I mean, you look at maybe uh, someone like um, Hanley Ramirez was good for a while at shortstop. That's not good enough. A-Rod wasn't really a shortstop for very long in the 2000s, I don't think. So, yeah, I mean, you look at yeah about 2000, like three or four years he was a main shortstop. A-Rod's close, though. A-Rod is very close, and I wanted to put A-Rod at third base, but I didn't. I know A-Rod had, you know, 283 average with the Yankees and uh, 351 bombs. I know A-Rod won three MVPs. Um, but you got to do what you got to do sometimes. And I'm going to go with Chipper Jones at third. I feel like I might have been going too Yankee heavy. And this is definitely a tough call because the one MVP that Chipper won was a 99. And... I just don't want to be too Yankee heavy. That's one reason I think Chipper has some really, really good seasons since 2000. Not as good as uh, some of his early, late 90s stuff. Um, but you look at it, you know, eight-time all-servers career, two-time silver slugger, 2,700 hits, 468 home runs, 303 average. He didn't have any steroid issues, although I'm not really deducting very much for that. But I went with my gut, and that was Chipper. So A-Rod's an honorable mention. Um yeah, so I you know, I apologize to Yankee fans or Mariner fans or Ranger fans who might be mad at me, but I went with uh with with my gut, like I said, and that is Chipper Jones at third base. So my infield so far, Piazza Pools, Cano Jeter, and Jones, Chipper Jones. Left field, I went with Barry Bonds because simply the fact he's one of the greatest hitters ever. Uh he's definitely the best left handed hitter I've ever seen. But being biased and up close and personal with Pools for 11 seasons in St. Louis, that's the best hitter I've ever seen. I'm sorry. But Pools also doesn't have any uh, steroid things to his name. But Barry Bonds is absolutely 1,000% a Hall of Famer in my eyes. 1,000%. Um, 
He won seven MVPs, okay? He stole a few of those from Albert Pujols, but he won in 01, 02, 03, and 04, and he was just putting up ridiculously video game stats. I know the steroid stuff is, you know, prevalent in that, especially in 01 when he hit 73 home runs. Uh, But, yeah, you got to go with him. You got to go with Bonds in left field, and it's not really all that close, I would say. Eight-time gold glove winner. I mean, he was great defensively. He's the all-time home run leader, whether you like it or not. 12-time silver slugger, two-time batting title, 14-time all-star, three-time major league player of the year. So, I mean, there you go right there. So, All right, let's go to center field, and that is Mike Trout, the best player in the game right now, and he's been the best player in the game for a while, let me tell you. Uh, three-time MVP already. He's 28 years old, by the way. Three-time MVP, seven-time Silver Slugger, eight-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year. He's won the All-Star MVP twice. Uh, You just look at some of his seasons. He's been an All-Star, like I said, eight times out of nine. Uh, Every full season he's played, he's been an All-Star, despite some injury stuff. Uh, 182 hits in his uh, first full season, 190, 173, 172, 173, 123, 147, 137. Those are all of his, his hits. You look at the amount of hits that he's getting. Per season, I mean, this past season he bats 291 with 45 bombs and 104 driven in. That's an MVP season. Um, he's just the best player in the game right now. He's he's going to hit 300 home runs soon. Whenever baseball gets fired back up, he'll hit uh, 300 uh, home runs. He's 15 away. Um, you know, he's a he's what is that? 100 176 hits away from uh, 1500 already. So. He's the best player in the game, and uh, it's really not all that close. 72 war already. That's only 28 war behind his teammate, Albert Pujols, who is one of the greats of all time. So there you go. All right, right field, this is another tough one. Carlos Beltran is who I went with. Now, I went with Beltran over Guerrero and over Ichiro, and it's hard for me to do that and justify it, but I had to do it. Um, Ichiro is one of the great contact hitters I've ever seen. Probably, probably a top three hitter in terms of contact that I've ever seen in my life. Ichiro is excellent. Guerrero, tremendous power hitter. Wasn't that prevalent in the 2000s um, like Beltron was. You look at Beltron, starts his career in 98 with the Royals. He had some good seasons. He made the All-Star team in 04, 05, 06, 07, 09, 2011, 12, 13, and 16. Um, he was great with the Cardinals, so I really enjoyed uh, him being with the Cardinals. Uh, he had a couple of really good seasons in St. Louis, being an all-star both times. Um, he never won an MVP, but still, you got to think about that. And I know I didn't put Altuve in here because of the Astros cheating stuff, but Beltran was 40 years old at the time. He hit 231 that season in 2017. I don't. I'm not going to take that away from him. He was really great with the Mets. I have him listed as a Met here. Um, 38 home runs. His uh, first, his first All Star season. He hit 38 bombs, 41 bombs in 2006, 33 in 2007. Uh, he was just really, really good with the um, with the Mets and the Astros and the Royals. He was good there. And like I said, St. Louis. He had a pretty good year in in uh, with the Yankees as well. Um, but yeah. 435 home runs, 279 career average, nine-time All-Star. He won the World Series in 2017, three-time Gold Glove, two-time Silver Slugger. That's the guy that I want out there. A tremendous switch hitter um, who can hit for power and hit for contact. Very smart hitter despite 
Whatever you want to say about what happened a couple years ago, that doesn't really affect him for me here. But I'm going to go with Beltron in the outfield. So my outfield left to right is Bonds, Trout, and Beltron. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. Let's go to my DH, which wasn't really a tough choice either. I went with David Ortiz. I know Jim Tomey was very good for a while, but Ortiz, you know, 541 home runs, a 286 average. He won three titles. He won, or he got to the All-Star game 10 times. He won seven Silver Sluggers. He was the World Series MVP, I believe, in 2013 when the Red Sox beat the hell out of the Cardinals. So two of the World Series that uh, Ortiz won were over the Cardinals. So, you know, hey, still tough to do this, though. Still tough. Um, yeah, I mean, you just look at it. 54 home runs in 06. He didn't win the MVP that year, but that's an impressive season. 47 in 05. 41 in 04. 35 and 07, 32 and 2010, 35, 30. His last season, he hit 38 home runs. His last season was arguably his best. 38 home runs, 127 RBIs, a 620 slugging with a 1,021 OPS in 2016. He was excellent that season. 48 doubles, which was near his career high, which he got in 07 with 52. Um, yeah, Ortiz is by far the best DH I've seen. In my time, Edgar Martinez is probably one of the best of all time, but he didn't do enough in the 2000s since he only played to low four uh, to warrant the uh, the nod there. But all right, let's move on to my honorable mentions for position players: Vladimir Guerrero and Ichiro. Like I mentioned, both honorable mentions. Uh, Jose Altuve is an honorable mention. Buster Posey, Adrian Beltre, Nolan Arenado. Miguel Cabrera and Alex Rodriguez are all honorable mentions. So, here's my position player lineup as such. Mike Piazza, Albert Pujols, Robinson Cano, Derek Jeter, Chipper Jones, Barry Bonds, Mike Trout, Carlos Beltran, David Ortiz. If I change that into a lineup, my leadoff guy would be Jeter, Trout would bat second, Pujols would bat third, Bonds would bat fourth, Ortiz would bat fifth, uh, Piazza sixth, Chipper Jones, 7th, Cano, 8th, and Beltron, ninth. I'd say. A couple of switch hitters, a few lefties in there. You got uh, Ortiz, Bonds, uh, and Cano are your lefties. Jones and Beltron being the switch hitters. Piazza, Pools, Jeter, and Trout, your right-handers. It's a perfect combo, folks, and what a tremendous job there. All right, five starting pitchers. Let's get into that portion here with Five starting pitchers. Number one. Actually, I'll go from number five. Number five is Justin Verlander. And Verlander with the Tigers was absolutely tremendous. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And he won the Cy Young in 2019. He had a great year for the Astros. He's been very good with the Astros. Uh, he started to you know kind of fall off a little bit on the tail end of his career with the Tigers. But he, he had some really, really great seasons uh, in Detroit. Um He's got a, he's got 225 wins, a 3.33 ERA. 
Uh, he won 24 games in 2011, winning the Cy Young then. So that's that was his first Cy Young. He's finished top three in Cy Young voting on one, two, three, four, five occasions. So seven times total because he won two. Uh, so he's just an excellent pitcher throughout his career. He's been tremendous. And, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of 200 strikeout seasons. He had 300 in 2019. He had 290 in 2018, 219 in 2017, 254 in 2016. He was still pretty good with the Tigers down the stretch. It just didn't seem like he had that same dominance, and he's come back in a big way. Um, yeah, 3,000 strikeouts now for his career, so just an excellent uh, career for him. MVP, two times Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, Triple Crown as a pitcher, uh, the ERA title he's won. An eight-time All-Star. He won the World Series in 2017. Absolute first ballot Hall of Famer for me. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, next up is the late great Roy Halladay, who was just a tremendous pitcher with both the Blue Jays and the Phillies. Um, I mean, you look at his resume. He won two Cy Youngs. He won over 200 games. He had a great ERA um, in his career. A lot of 21 seasons he had. One with the Phillies. He had one where he won 19 as well. He had a couple of uh, 20 win seasons in Toronto. Um, he spent four seasons with the Phillies and made a big impact, let me tell you. Um, he wasn't able to win a title, unfortunately, but he had some great seasons in both places that he played. I would probably say I'd give him the nod as a uh, Philly, even though I wrote down Blue Jay on here. Um, but yeah, he was just so tremendous uh, for a long time. Very consistent pitcher. Um, you know, he won the Cy Young in 03 and 2010. He finished top five in the Cy Young voting in 06, 07, 08, 09, and 11. So that's a lot. And uh, he's been top 10 in MVP voting twice. So just an excellent all-around pitcher. And uh, it's sad that he passed on in 2017. Uh, but he's he's a Hall of Famer, and his legacy will live on because he was one of the best pitchers that I've ever seen personally. And I did not want... To have, to have the Cardinals face him in 2011 in Game 5. The Cardinals won it. Or I guess it was 2011. Yeah, it was Game 5, yeah. The Cardinals won it, but it was it was tough. He's a great pitcher. Um, next up is Roger Clemens, who is also a Hall of Famer. He's got a, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Clemens isn't in yet. Bonds isn't in yet. In my book, both of them should be in. And I really don't think that that's saying, you know, like, I don't I don't find that to be a bold statement. I think a lot of people that have watched baseball and paid attention to baseball in the last 20 years would say, yeah, both of these guys are Hall of Famers, and it's not even close. Clemens, you look at what Clemens did. He started in 84, so he wasn't that prominent in the 2000s. But guess what? He won two Cy Youngs in the 2000s. 2001 and 2004, he was a Cy Young winner. 2000, he finished sixth. 2005, he finished third. He had some great seasons in Houston and a lot of great seasons with the Yankees as well. I know a lot of his best seasons were definitely with the Red Sox, but in the 2000s, he's absolutely good enough to be on this list. He won 20 games in 2001. Overall, seven Cy Youngs, an MVP, two-time Triple Crown, seven-time ERA title, 11-time All-Star, and uh, one of the best pitchers I've ever seen. I know it's tough to put him on here because of the steroid stuff and because of, you know, his years in the 2000s might not have been as good as someone else, but overall I just think he was so good and too good for me not to, uh, you know, give him the nod here. Uh, Number two is a tough one. I went with Clayton Kershaw. I think Kershaw is the best regular season pitcher I've ever seen. 
um, that I can remember because Kershaw's prime years obviously he starts in 2008 and up and I mean up until now he's at a good ERA just about every single season. I know he's fallen off a little bit recently, um, but I mean you look at what Kershaw's done. He's won three Cy Youngs. He's won an MVP, five-time ERA title, Triple Crown winner, eight-time All Star. Uh, he won the Gold Glove. And you just listen to his career ERA, excluding his rookie season because he only started 21 games. I mean, it was 4-2-6, but it gets better. ERA from 2009 to 2019. Ready for this? 2.79, He has had two seasons where he had an ERA of three or above, and that's 2008 and that's 2019. Every single season has been under three. And guess what? One, two, three of those seasons were under two. That's saying a lot right there. I know he sucked in the postseason. I know he's had a lot of postseason blunders, including in 2019, including in 2014, including 2013, including 2012. It happens a lot. We've seen it time after time. But he gets back up and usually has a great season and wins a Cy Young. And I I didn't mean to say 2012, by the way. But you look at 2013, you look at 2014, you look at 2019. All of those series he struggled in. And the World Series in 2018. It sucks. He's got a career 4.43 ERA in the postseason, we know. But he's the best regular season pitcher we've seen in a very long time. So i got to go with Kershaw. And the ace of this staff is probably the nastiest pitcher we're ever going to see from the left side in a long time. And that is the great Randy Johnson, who played until 2009. Um, an absolute Hall of Famer, five-time Cy Young, a triple crown, ten-time All-Star. He won the World Series in 01. Him and Kurt Schilling carrying the, the Diamondbacks to the promised land, four-time ERA title. He won the Cy Young Award in... 99, 2000, 2001, and 2002. And in 2004, he was second in Cy Young voting. So yeah, Randy Johnson is a legit pitcher. He won three Cy Youngs in the, just to start the 2000s. His first five, let's say his first six years in Arizona, he wins the Cy Young four out of those six years, and one of the years he almost wins it again. I mean, this dude, just an insane career, um, and he's in his late... I mean, listen to this. How does someone win the Cy Young at ages 35, 36, 37, and 38? How the hell does that happen? He almost won it again when he was 41 in 05. Or when he was 40 in 04, I should say. But man, what a career he had. And uh, just great years in Arizona. He won 118 games in eight seasons with the Diamondbacks. Uh, Just a tremendous pitcher. And uh, one of the greats, just a nasty pitcher. Him throwing, killing the bird with a fastball. I mean, what a tremendous pitcher. Um, So Randy Johnson. So the rotation is Randy Johnson, Clayton Kershaw, Roger Clemens, Roy Halladay, Justin Verlander. And the honorable mentions, Pedro Martinez, Kurt Schilling, Max Scherzer, Zach Grinke, Madison Bumgarner, Chris Sale, Jacob deGrom, Felix Hernandez, and CeCe Sabathia. And I know they weren't that prominent in the 2000s, but shout out to Glavin, Maddox, and Smoltz, the Braves trio. Okay? All right, my bullpen, I picked six guys. Six guys in the bullpen. 
We'll go from six down. Craig Kimbrell, when he was with the Atlanta Braves, Craig Kimbrell was an excellent pitcher. Uh, Joe Nathan. Joe Nathan with the Twins was very good. He had a very good career ERA uh, in his years with the Twins. I know he kind of fell off towards the uh, the tail end of his career. Um, but Joe Nathan was a supreme closing pitcher for a while there. So um, you look at uh, his career ERA with the Twins, 24 wins. Uh, he's a closer, obviously, so I should say 260 saves. Um, a 2.16 ERA. He was excellent there. He had a couple good years in Texas as well and kind of fell off after that. Uh, but, yeah, there you go with Joe Nathan. Uh, the next up is Trevor Hoffman. Hoffman's a Hall of Famer easily. Uh, I could not put, on, uh, put him on here. He was one of the prominent closing pitchers uh, during the time that I've been alive, I guess you could say. Um, let's go to Billy Wagner with the Astros. Billy Wagner was very, very good with the Astros. Um, Eric Gagne, Cy Young winner. Gagne won a Cy Young, so that was excellent. Um, so, you know, Gagne is the guy there. And then Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera is the best closer of all time, and I don't think that it's all that close. I really don't. Uh, just how dominant he was for a long time. And, um, yeah, so pretty easy, straightforward picks there. I didn't do any honorable mentions because I just kind of went... Went with what my brain thought, I guess. Uh, I went with Rivera, Gagne, Wagner, Hoffman, Nathan, and Kimbrell. So, there you go. Those are my five relievers. I'll go over my team now, and then we'll end this thing, and I'll be back this weekend or next week with some NFL draft stuff. Probably, I might try to do this with, like, the NBA. Like, the best players of my lifetime in the NBA. I don't know. I'm not... I watch baseball more than anything, probably, uh, throughout my life, I guess, and football, I guess. But football will be hard with all the positions and all the controversy and stuff. So... Let me know who the best players of your lifetime are if you want to on Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want to do. Uh, my team is, uh, my position players are Mike Piazza behind the plate, Albert Pujols behind, uh, at first I should say, um, Robinson Cano at second, Derek Jeter at short, Chipper Jones at third, Barry Bonds in left, Mike Trout in center, Carlos Beltran in right, David Ortiz DHing. Uh, my rotation is Randy Johnson, Clayton Kershaw, Roger Clemens, Roy Halladay, Justin Verlander, and my bullpen, Mariano Rivera, Eric Gagne, Billy Wagner, Trevor Hoffman, Joe Nathan, and Craig Kimbrell. So, thank you for listening. Make sure to rate, like, subscribe, Apple, Spotify, Google, um, Overcast we just got on. So, there's a lot of different things going on. So, hope you enjoy, and I'll catch you on the next one.